Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm your host, Justin Warsh. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the deafen to my geffen, <laughs> the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. C- continue to impress me, Justin. I, I just want everybody to know how many different things you have to do to start the show. I just sit here and watch you rock out. But it's the point now where you're like driving a car. You know when you first drive a car that you're like, Ah, how can I steer the wheel and press the brake and look in the mirrors at the same time? And the seat is uncomfortable. And what does the handbrake do? And now you're just like, doo doo do. That's how you are with all you. You have like four or five things you're interacting with simultaneously. Now, you know uh, why whenever we have to restart or sometimes I forget to hit record. You just check to see if it was recording. It's like uh, it's like a teenager learning to drive a stick where nobody gets that reference anymore. They still do. Yeah, they still have sticks. That's still a thing. I'm sure it's still a thing but i just millennials weigh in do you know how to drive a stick (laughs) um i was the reason i giggled as we were starting the show is because you told me that we should be watching this and then i opened up our discord which by the way if you'd like to listen live if you're listening to this as a podcast and you would like to listen to it hang up now mixlr.com slash gamerland go there now hit pause go there now and then you'll get an alert whenever we go live which is usually around 8 p.m pacific on monday nights uh and then you could chat some of us heard daylight uh, savings time now oh that's right Mm -hmm. the same florida um what somebody here the the people listening in the live stream or whatever earlier heard me talking about my love of sean claude van johnson yeah amazon series Mm -hmm. but you were talking about how somebody posted in the in the discord which you could get to by bit.ly slash gamerland it's bit.ly correct uh, yes, bit dot I and I I feel like I'm doing the lingo by saying bitly. Yeah, I think so. Like I think if I said bit dot lee, it's like calling it the pot. <laughs> Am <laughs> Is I right? That not what we're supposed to say. I don't know. Okay. By the way, a pr- strong chance. Uh oh. Very strong chance if I get all my work done tomorrow. Uh-oh. Yeah. 
uh, morning, yeah, I may or may not be going to a dispensary. Wow, just peruse just to just, just to look around, just see what's up. You have so many cans open right now. Which one are you going to drink from next? I have so many things I'm I want to like know. Science in the bedroom. There's like, it's like yeah, there's there's, <laughs> there's so everywhere. many things. You have uh, so many windows opening your browser. Are you going to talk about how you're going to do pot? <laughs> how you're uh, going to you? I can't even. What's underneath <laughs> this browser? You were talking about Lots Jean Flan Candam and 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 Discord. So uh, bit. And Bitly Land Discord if you want to join the conversation. And that's where we pluck people when we play It's Just the Stump Game that we play. <laughs> and I'm going to um, rename it. It's now called Pluck You. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll call it Stump. Ah, uh, who's the real winner? The, it's and you. So while, we, while I was doing this, I, I got to see the gif of the shot-for-shot shot remake of the opening of Full House done in the Grand Theft Auto world. Which is pretty sweet. That was, and that's what made me giggle. Did that? you ever play the Grand Theft Auto, the newest oh, one? yes. The newest one? Yes. Really? When? Why? How? When they came out. I, but I finished the story mode and then moved on. But uh, see, here's the thing. I, I feel like that is that that is the game that should have been my uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm, like I'll mm-hmm. touch a sport. I like the Madden. Yep. I'll stay with the Madden. And then I go to Call of Duty if I want to shoot yep. and blow some stuff up. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan of first person shooting. Yeah. Um, if, if Grand Theft Auto was a little bit closer to SOCOM back in the day, I mm. feel like it would have, what would it be? What would it be missing? If they make a new one. Maybe I'll just go back and get the old one. I don't know what I'll do. I've been thinking about picking it up. What, what is missing from Grand Theft Auto that would it, make it more SOCOM-ish? It seems a, it's a little too arcadey, which I know. That's seems, an interesting statement. You know I mean? How like, so? Yeah, I totally know what you mean, but uh, I'm surprised having never really played a Grand Theft Auto. I get the bug every now and then as I see great things like that gif and go, well, this is like an open world in my city why yeah. why do i not own this game i don't know how much role playing there is involved in the online version of it but the little bits that i've seen and participated in yeah i think that grand theft auto is a severely underrated online game which like, is saying a lot because it's vastly popular right but to the fact that it's not the thing oh, that everybody does is that because of like the violence and the sex you think yeah, but it I don't think it? that's as big on the online. Like in the mm. online version, you just have gangs and like there's uh, fun missions where you'll like we're uh, we're robbers. We're gonna try and rob this yeah. bank, and then everybody else is cops. And there's there's that kind of fun stuff. Now, when you say Grand Theft Auto Online, that is a playable section of the yes. console game, separate, much like Call of Duty, where you could play the campaign, uh-huh. and then separate you could play online. Well, it was the online one that has the flying DeLoreans in it, so. Uh oh! You are not aware of I the was, flying DeLoreans. No, I feel like we've discussed. There is a a show. doomsday scenario in Call of Duty or Call of Duty in uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, online that has flying DeLoreans in it and some sort of sci-fi thing that's going on. This oh. epic mission. It's a it's like a chapter episode that's been released. I assumed that it was for PC because I'm not in that world. But what you're educating me on is that it uh, is actually available in the console, in which case we have to hit stop right now yeah. and go to GameStop right. and purchase. Thanks for playing. <laughs> if I could find a way to loop that to- that dial tone down, yeah. <laughs> trust me, we would go inside. <laughs> Download it. Just because. Download it to both our consoles. Not, here's the thing. We talked about it before we hit record is that, you know, we, we tease a lot, especially our hardcore listeners, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. people who run the Discord mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And they're the brilliant. Loading up your Twitch followers, which can be found yeah. at twitch.tv slash the Kevin Miller. Yeah, Vince crushed it by putting on that subreddit for Sly Cooper. Did you hit your 500? Uh, uh, very close. So today we were around 430. And so oh. I posted something on my social media chapters. 
And Vince is is determined that that will be the final push to get us over 500. We actually might hit it during the show. Oh. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll keep a monitor on it and see. I... You know, like in... Um, in uh, 500 million friends with social yeah. network where they're watching to see if we hit 5 million. Let's see if that, that's what you're talking about. The rent song. Uh, no, it's talking about the Facebook movie. Seasons of love. We don't talk about that movie. <laughs> How we gonna pay? How we gonna pay? See, now that's a musical How we gonna pay? that went away. Yeah. Like that was the thing. And then, like, you blinked your eyes in that sensation. And it, was and it wasn't even, the people didn't even have disdain for it. Like, we, people love Titanic and now hate Titanic because it got so overplayed and the music from it. But now you do that and people are like, what do I know that from? <laughs> That's from something, right? It's a pretty good movie, too. Um, the other thing we talked about. You were talking about Jod Clan Van yes. Johnson. There's a great Amazon series, if you're not familiar. Although I, I find it hard to believe. Ch- chime in in the chat room uh, if you've heard of Sean Claude Van Johnson and have seen it. Like, if you're like, oh, I love this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've checked it out, not that into it, because I'm curious to see if it will be victim to the fact that maybe there's not enough people on the fire TV situation mm. that are in their like late thirties, early forties who but will see, appreciate like time cop and those kinds but see, of, well, they, uh, Am- Amazon's soldier. got the money to where they can lay down the investment and the way that Yahoo TV did not have, right. They picked yes. up community and were like, this is our ticket to fame. And then they were like, Oh crap, this is expensive. We don't know what we're doing. Why did we do this? Whereas Amazon's like, uh, we have the audience, we have the channel, we will put something here. And even if it doesn't pick up money for five years, who, where are they going to find it? Yeah. They're not going to find it on NBC and the local markets on reruns. They're going to find it on Amazon. Well, I, I make, it's com- like a hundred percent profit for them. I make commercials for the radio all day. And there's uh, one of our big morning shows, the Woody show, which is syndicated everywhere, which I think a lot of you guys would actually all, enjoy anywhere. Radios are available. Pretty the much, Woody show. They're getting to be like, kind of like almost. Not quite, but they're close to getting like what Howard Stern was. And wow. They're super nice people. Like yeah. really, really, really cool people. Although How does it work in I, the I 21st century? <laughs> Where are they being syndicated to? Uh, they're, I know they're in Portland, St. Louis. Uh, I think they're in Albuquerque now. Uh, and what does that mean that a local station just doesn't have a morning show? That no. they, they port this in instead? No, and, and I've learned through my time in radio that this is kind of an iHeart creation. That mm. not, not syndication, obviously, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. iHeart has done is become such a corporate juggernaut yeah. and then they just kind of shift out content and there's a yeah. lot of people in radio who feel like iHeart is because who who was iHeart destroying local clear channel it is clear single-handedly channel. destroying local radio yep. uh, is what and clear do. channel is iHeart no who do they own they're one of the networks one of the tv networks none no that's not right a clear channel was also cbs was also Viacom at some point. Well, then we're broken off now because we're not yeah, under an umbrella. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look it. that up. Do Go it. on. Because if we were, then would somebody would pay off our $28 billion in debt we're trying to restructure. <laughs> I'm going to be fine, guys. It's going to be fine. You're fine because you don't, you don't work at the corporate level. Jean-Claude Van Johnson. It's a great big show. Fan. Uh, I think if you, you have to be from that era of like Cyborg and all of his old movies yeah. uh, to really like love it, love it. I turned the, I deafened you. I deafened you. I'll do it. Ah! Thank you. Did, did I deafen them? You deafened me. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and every, I've, I've been looking in the chat room. Uh, oh, is it says, is it just me or is Justin's level kind of quiet? Oh, that's what it is. How about now? Is that better, guys? How about now? Uh, I regret everything. I regret everything. <laughs> I don't have to do the bits. You have the bits. I have them all. If, you I can, regret everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can t- and then she says touch the muppet baby yeah, it's right. all one touch the muppet baby you oh, no. <laughs> you could just take our shows at this point edit together everything i've said and just and just punch it into your keypad over there oh boy and then just talk to that you don't even need me anymore <laughs> uh but anyway it's a great show if you have a lot of people in the chat room are saying they haven't heard of it i say you check it out but oh my god i'm gonna kill discord i'm gonna chop it up into little tiny parts is that your phone no in? Oh, it is okay. not that I'm would not be really in. funny if it was i'm on mute i'm not that good at punking you i've deafened it i have deafened it Maybe people are tagging you. I want to sound like such an old person right you, now. You do. And I want to say, Ryan, fix this. Yeah. <laughs> Come the VCR is blinking. Also, yeah. I still have a VCR. <laughs> uh, that's so weird. Random listener says that I'm still, unless they're messing with me, uh, says I'm still quiet in the, and the drops. Kevin is the loudest and clearest. Well, that's all that matters. The people Thank you, random listener. Yeah, the people know the... <laughs> Oh boy! We'll flirt with our listeners. Uh, Right-click the server. I can't. I can't read this and figure this out and host a show. Yeah. I'm very good. I'm forget good. Discord. Move on. Move on. Tell us more point about the is, thing. Point is with the uh, with the with the Jean Claude Van Johnson. It's a yeah. good show. Check it out. I would recommend you watch at least Cyborg. Cyborg, I think, is a good Sean Claude Van Johnson movie. Yeah, uh, and and by good, I mean you had to be of the right age. You mean Jean Claude Van Damme, right? Just to be clear, did I say Johnson? You did. The premise of the show is uh, is that he, how to say this, he is no longer he he's Jean Claude Van Damme's yeah. real name is Jean Claude Van Johnson. Okay. Only Jean-Claude Van Johnson yeah. lives under the name Jean-Claude Van Damme. Got it. It's a secret identity. Got it. So, and, when, and he goes out and makes movies. But when he's not making movies, mm-hmm. he's doing espionage-level things that are very similar to what you would see in a Jean-Claude yeah, Van yeah, yeah. Damme movie. It's like the inverse of the Disney movie Bolt, where he yes. thought he was a superhero and really is just an actor. Right. But instead, it's an actor. Everybody thinks he's just an actor, but he's actually a superhero. And there's, a, I think I want to say it's like episode four or five, which seems to be when every Amazon series hits its sweet spot. Oh, really? But uh, anyway, they, there's a great moment where he does like a nutty professor character where they find a twin and they're going to use the twin to like, oh, but of course he has to have funny. glasses and messed up here. It talk like this. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and it's just yeah, yeah. funny. To watch Jean-Claude Van Damme do a sketch character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he does it brilliantly. He's great. Yeah, he's no great. doubt. He's I'm been, telling he's been you, performing for a long time. It's awesome. If, you, if we're going to still talk about shows Justin likes, we're going to talk about Sneaky Pete. Okay. If you haven't seen that on Amazon, that's a great show. The season two just started, so go back and binge season one mm. and then enjoy season two. What is Sneaky Pete? Sneaky Pete is a series created by Brian Cranston and another guy oh. that I can't remember at this moment. And it's basically the the premise of it is is that there's a guy who is in prison, yeah, and he's got like a bunkmate, okay. And this bunkmate is always telling about how great his family life was and how everybody's so lovely and all this stuff. And he learns every and he hates this guy, but he gets out before them, mm. uh, before this other guy. And so he has this idea because oh. he said he's been estranged all these years because yeah, when yeah, he was yeah, a kid yeah. is when his grandma and everybody was all super close, and then everybody had a falling out. So he goes to like con this. the family yeah. and impersonates him. So his name's not even really Pete. So that's why they call so, it Sneaky so, Pete. And this is brilliant because there's a ticking time bomb of whenever that inmate is actually going to get out. And so I'm not going to ruin anything, but here's just how good the show is. Yeah. 
doesn't even get addressed in season one. I believe it. Does yeah, even... you don't you leave that off the table. Yeah. You just leave it there as a But like... there is so much going on, you forget yeah. that that's even something that could happen. It's that's a cool. great show. That's cool. Great. I don't know why I'm being so animated for a podcast. The people can't see me gesticulating. They can hear it. They feel they can it. hear the air move through. They feel Speaking it. of Not amazing really, shows, quiet, evidently. we can now discuss Star Trek Discovery. Oh yes. If you don't like Star Trek, I don't care. Because Star Trek Discovery is a pretty great show. Oh, really? Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. I found it to be a little more horror than my yeah. taste. There were there were some really graphic They moments. really took advantage of the fact that we're on the internet and not on network. There, and, was, there was some cursing. And I noticed, which is fine, cursing, you know, whatever. But they, so halfway through the season, we shift into the mirror universe, which mm-hmm. in the Star Trek lore is this uncanny parallel dimension in which all good people are bad, all bad people are good. It's It sparks from the original series. Uh, in which you see Spock with a beard, and that's oh, how you know that he's, he's evil. evil. People with beards are evil. He, always. And so all the almost all the series have had a Mirror Universe episode. Uh, but for, for this series, being kind of uh, grounded in an antho- anthology, which was the original concept of uh, what the showrunner was pitching, was that each season would be a different era in Star Trek's history. So this season, season one, would have taken place pre-Kirk and Spock. Mm-hmm. Season two would take place like 20 years later. Like and every because every Star Trek. So they're going to jump in this? No, they're oh. not. They've scratched that idea. But the idea is that you'd see Discovery uh, A and then yeah. and then the next generation would be the following season and then technology and everything would progress. They scratch that. But the 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 desire to tell really long story arcs is still visible. And this season is marked by two very clear segments that happen. And it's funny. The ratings. um there's an episode with Rain Wilson in it where he plays Mud, who is an original uh, series a character, is the highest rated episode of the series. Like fans loved it. It was great. It's this really cool time looping episode. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Then there's this re this episode where they go that to was the, the highest rated. That's the highest one okay. with Rain Wilson. Because that wasn't his first appearance. No, that's his second yeah. appearance. Yeah. And it's a great episode. So then um, later they do this and, th- uh, you know, they go to this dark universe, the mirror universe, and it is the lowest rated episode of, really? the, of the series. And the reason why, if you watch it, you know, now you can binge it because they're, they're all available. When they originally do it, it was available once a week. But it definitely comes in as like a left hook because they, mm-hmm. it feels like you're building up yes. to a season finale that kind of comes early, yep. like nine episodes in, uh, eight episodes in, and then this kind of unnatural repilot happens where you're like, so it's not just, we're, we're not just being on Voyager where we're stuck on the other side of the galaxy. We're in another dimension, like, ho-hum. So I understand why it was so poorly rated. Uh, however, they, they stick to it, and it's not like a two-episode arc or a three-episode arc. It's six episodes that we sit in this other dimension, Um and they, you explore it to its fullest, and the impact of that when they come back is really well felt. Um, and then, not to there, there are two surprises in the show. That one I felt I should have seen coming. The other, I I don't know how I I missed it. Uh, or one one I don't know who would have seen it coming. But when it happens, it's like this is they knew what they were doing. From nearly frame one of the show, really of where they were. have you See, finished the series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my fear was, and I think I know what you're talking about. But there was like when they jumped to the alternate universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I felt like because the way you're describing uh, like the arc of everything and mm-hmm. the ratings, even yeah. I was like, I wonder if they thought this was going to be like 13 episodes and yeah. then we were going to be done. I I and wondered then, that if if somewhere in the thing it got mixed up and they ordered an extra two because we were definitely done with the mirror universe and then there's another epilogue right. 
but but it does fit the arc of the season. See, and I felt like I, but I and I felt like to go to that mirror universe. It seemed like oh crap! It seemed like filler. I don't know mm. why, but that was the impression. That it did I got. feel that way initially. And, yeah, and so I was like, I was like, oh man, and yeah. then, and and this is where I I felt like I was getting too. Uh, maybe I'm getting too practical about it. But then when they're and we're we're talking so convoluted. I, don't, I hope this isn't boring. But point is, there's a turn in there. Uh, where I felt like all of a sudden this just became an excuse to shift some casting around, like mm. like we're gonna well we're we're gonna mix the pot up and yeah, we're, this yeah, is how yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. do it and then we're gonna go back because now we've had testing and and it's out there and it's and we like it because this is I think See, I, I think that they knew I think that you that think was the their, whole time I think they knew they couldn't have seeded what they did because it definitely has rewatchability based on what they I have they've not done. thought to go back and do yeah. that and kind of. I think that they once they revealed what they revealed the the second big reveal at the end of this the season it was clear that they had been planning you're smirking you're smiling I'm just smiling because I'm just imagining if I'm listening to this and I if I have not seen it yeah like you know what I mean I guess it would make me want to but it's it's funny that we're having a conversation about nothing but about everything at the same time uh, I don't know. that's why I smirked I mean cuz I I don't I feel like it is unwatched enough to where we do you a favor in not yes, giving you specifics. Absolutely, like absolutely. You, you're probably not watching it because screw you, CBS, for putting yeah. this on this CBS All Access, which which I've said before is a complete lie. To call it All Access implies that every series that you put on this network would be all available. And that's not true. So my, my wife was like, oh, look, there's some show, some old sitcom in which one of the gals that she loves from another show guested on it for a series of episodes. We look through, those episodes are missing from the season. Yeah, because who knows why? They couldn't get the contract for it. They didn't yeah. have it available. But if you, how do you sit this on the shelf next, next to Netflix that's like, not only is everything available the moment it's out there, but we just, we have a complete run and you could do whatever you want. And then you have this version. It feels like blockbusters trying to scramble at Netflix being yeah. like, well, we'll be the retail space with a slightly different. Thing. The, I, I think their days are numbered. And yes. no matter what they try to do, uh, the, it, Star Trek cannot sustain it. Because the moment the moment I had watched all the episodes, I canceled that subscription. Yes. You're not going to get my money for nothing. Right. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. I still have my subscription because... I like the idea of watching the CBS shows that I like without commercials. Then, then because, do it. So but, dive so, in. Yeah. But I think we do exactly what we do to, which is in, it's always been this way, but yeah. I think it's more efficient. And what I'm trying to say is that where the consumer dictates the market to yeah. such a concentrated extent. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now they have up to the minute, like, if the those Sunday night they release that final episode, if Monday morning thirty percent of their subscribers dip off, then they know that Star Trek is what brought them there. Yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? mm-hmm, if they see mm-hmm. no fall off, but uh, but saw the big jump, then they know. Uh, I, I that's think what they're they banking. Think they were doing is they're like, we need a big license, something absolutely with a huge following that was always clear. going to suck yeah. everybody in. It, it just and overt because now they have this show where I think they're trying to get a. But they didn't stupid. do that with with uh, Sheldon, right? Which no. is their other big property, Big Bang and Star Trek, right? Because that's too big. Yeah, exactly. Sheldon is too big, and that's Chuck Lorre, who yeah. I think owns like ninety percent of their content. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that's why it makes sense that you're like, well, that's you can't because you're gonna you're gonna make a killing in the ratings yeah. off that show. Yeah. But then they have another show called The Good Fight 
that I, yeah. unless I'm misunderstanding, but I think that's another like there that's are only on CBS. There are a handful of originals, and that makes no sense to me. So, and that and that's almost like going back to the UPN days where they launched. So, '96 UPN, the United mm-hmm. Paramount Network, launched uh, a series of shows, and they were this new network that was a combination of Warner and what and Enterprise Paramount. launched on that, didn't it? Voyager launched Voyager. on that, so they canceled in Next Generation to launch Voyager on this new network with a handful of other random nonsensical sitcoms, but. But what doesn't make sense to me then and now is that if you know that the audience, you know what I want to watch? More science fiction. Yeah. If you had other things like that, I don't care about your CBS procedurals. If they had loaded it up with other stuff from the sci-fi network or something, or so, so sci-fi is launching their own version of this with a new Stargate series that's going to be a prequel to the Stargate movie that takes place in the 1920s when they unearth the Stargate. I'm on board. I'm annoyed that they're going to try to make me pay ten dollars a month or whatever it is in order to watch this. I this is. But they do have all the old episodes of Star Trek. Uh, on uh, CBS, CBS. But so does Netflix right now. Yeah. And you know what? So do I, because I bought them on Blu-ray and DVD. You got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's take a break. All right, we'll be back after these messages. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. That show used to come on Wednesday nights in our local market up in the Bay Area on KBHK uh, Channel 44 at 8 o'clock on Wednesdays and it ended at night. I always remember sitting watching the credits because they didn't have uh, little teasers at the end of the episodes like we do like a little extra yeah, well, minute to make you watch the show. And it was always like, my friends, I'll see you next week, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't remember ever having a thing where... Uh, like even growing up where it's like, this is a show. I know what time it comes on. I'm going to be not even in, in syndication. Cause then they ran the show in syndication from six to seven no. on that same network. And that was where I was sitting every day. Uh, there, there was a brief, a very, very brief time. The closest I ever came to that, but I can't remember what time it is now, but the closest I came to that, and I was much older mm-hmm. was the Spider-Man and X-Men animated series oh. on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Those were the things that Those I would like good. jet home, from my uh, paper route to get home yeah. in order to do to see and that's those about that, that's about the same era that I was watching this because so I feel like they came on at like eight thirty like early enough yeah. where you had to be up at not ten where it was le- like because yeah. I I had and to now, get my paper route done at seven thirty and then I would uh, ride my bike to get donuts sometimes and mm. I always knew I had to jet home so I didn't miss that's uh, cool. Spider Man and it's so funny because now my kids literally have no idea what it's like to miss a show right or We're watching Alf or have we any idea all of Third Rock from the Sun we've seen all of the episodes you saw Alf which I love but they also have no concept of Saturday morning cartoons Mm-mm. because that was that was like the prime time yes. I thought that nothing beats Saturday morning cartoons and when they were over it was like it's all downhill from here you know what has to change though what I love is that so when I had it was a kid yeah even when I first before I got the paper out and had money to buy my own TV and pay for my own cable kind of a thing I uh, would go I get I get up and I'd go out there and I would start to watch cartoons and then my dad eventually would come back after him and my mom finished fooling around Saturday morning was always their time mm-hmm uh, and then uh, he would come out and he put on the new Yankee workshop or this old house yeah yeah and yeah. I'd be like but dad I'm watching cartoons he goes Pfft. 
<laughs> I was like, you need a TV. Like, right. And so what did you do? I went, I, he made me get a paper out. And uh, the, one of the first things I bought was a stereo, which was so silly, but I think yeah. it's because it was cheap. Oh. The very next thing I bought was a 27-inch CRT, like color nice. TV. Yeah. And then uh, I- Do you have that it, still? No. No. No, no, no. No, it was, I, but I kept it for, well into when we bought the house in Modesto. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, he, uh, so, but he didn't charge me for cable, but he ran cable into my room. Mm. And then for early on in the cable, I couldn't change. I had to watch whatever they were watching. Oh, funny, because you just had some yeah, pirated so then I, But then I had a video game thing, and then I think he figured out some way or something changed with the cable, because I yeah. remember then there was a time where I could change the channel. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And I never thought of using an antenna, because I don't think it got a good enough reception. Probably not where you were. Yeah. Uh, I still have the television that we had when I was a kid. That my That my dad said, you know, you can't turn it up past 30. It was the same TV that I realized when you put magnets oh, on the I screen. Oh, I did that. I screwed up the, screen. the original, like, 19. 1970s yeah. TV my dad had. He gave me cow magnets to play with. Yeah. And one time I just walked by the TV and it warped the image like, what? And I just sat there. Yeah. And this was the problem with being an only child. You don't have a, an informant to tell on you. And I just <laughs> bent the picture. And then I was like, that's weird. And then I turned it off and it had a little green spot left oh, there. No. And I was like, that's weird too. And then when my dad saw it, I go, he goes, what? The? And he just, oh, he was oh, so angry. There's no coming back from no. that either. Yeah. No. But so, anyway, today, what I still get to have is my kids will be watching Ninjago series on Netflix. Yeah, which is a fun show. And then when I'm done making breakfast and sit down to eat my breakfast, I go and pick up the remote uh, and then I change it. And they still get to, oh, they get to do the thing. <laughs> and I, it, it, every once in a while, I have the idea I do it on my phone, which is yeah. even better because he feels like he's got the yeah. power of yeah. the remote. Yeah. And then I change it on my yeah. phone. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> like It's good to humiliate your kids. But you, the thing is that your kids have access to another TV if they absolutely demanded it, right? Yes. If there's something they needed to go watch. They, or... they could go watch it on a tablet. But I feel like if they started getting into, like, yeah. Natalie has made it very clear. There will be no TVs in their bedrooms. Mm which I think is going to get interesting when they become teenagers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've kind of said, if you could save up the money, go for it. Mm. And then, but I will still control when you get to watch it. Yeah, that seems fair. You, can get you own the fuse box. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can pay for your own power and move out. <laughs> I control you. At age of 14. Hey, okay. we should stump. Oh, that's a good point by you. Uh, so let's see, who are we going to find? We're going to go into our chat room here. I like it when you choose. You choose interesting people. Uh, we got AJ Assassin, Fade Mahogany Vince, Matt View 72, Officer Gelatin, Ryan Bodash, <laughs> and Snookums Gal. And we Snookums did, we Snookums had last time. Gal was the one, or no, that no. was Doodle Noodle. Oh, she you was the right. One, Doodle Noodle yeah. was the one who uh, was. Uh, this is the moment when they that they don't want to play. They're like, up, up, up. <laughs> they bounce out. I think I'm going to go fade because they're new. We haven't seen fade before. Or, uh, or do I go classic? Mm. Oh. All right. You know what? We'll go fade and maybe I'll hang up on fade. We'll see how it goes for uh, good old No fade shade here. from fade. Here we go. Fade, are you there? Oh, I deafened it. Undeafened. All right. Now fade should be there. Hello, fade. Oh, this is going great. Undeafened. I undeafened it. Oh, I have to also go in the room. Oh, that so helps if steps. I go in the room. Here we go. Undeafened. All right, fake uh, it. Yeah. Fade? Yeah, what's up? Hey! No, all right, we oh found gosh, you. She's like right next to my ear. Yeah, you you're very that? present, Fade. You want me to move away? No, no, no come closer. No, come closer. Right. You, have, you have a decent voice. Yeah. You Where are you in the world? So dulcet, uh, I'm in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Chesapeake, what am I? He's... Uh, Fade. Saskatchewan. <laughs> is that a put upon voice or is that your natural register? 
No, this is this is my voice. That's a sweet tone. Who you came have? up with a character to do this? I just thought, like, you're like, I, uh, uh, hello, I am If Fade. you were to do a character and could speak in any different voice, Fade, what uh, yeah. what voice would you speak in? Do a, do a character for us. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, that's great. That's good. <laughs> you sound just like Fade. Oh, my gosh. Have you, have you ever that's met crazy. my friend Fade? It's uncanny. You sound like a slightly more confused version of Fade. <laughs> Fade, thanks for listening and joining in. Are you uh, a first-time listener with us? Have you been around for a while? Do you know what you're uh, listening to right now? Yeah, yeah. I, I know where I am. Um, <laughs> I've been listening for a, for a long time, but never been on the show. So this is cool. Glad to have you here. Uh, uh, well, calm great. down. Yeah, be cool. Be All cool, right. Faith. Uh, have you been listening well enough to know how Stump works and and what we're doing right now? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, you want to tell easy. us? I want, this is <laughs> the first question. What what happens in Stump? Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, usually you ask a question uh-huh. and Justin gets it wrong. Yeah. And then uh, someone has to agree whether or not Justin I, is right. I like it, Faith. I don't like Faith. I like Faith a lot. I really like Faith. So... I don't like that I thought I muted him and I didn't either. <laughs> There's so many buttons. I shouldn't have complimented you. I think I got into your head. So, uh, yeah, Fade, we're in the we're talking about the generation of games because several episodes ago we we wondered what generation of consoles we're in currently. And so we've been going through the generations and quizzing Justin on it. Right now, today we're in the sixth generation of consoles. What's gonna happen is I'm gonna ask Justin a question. Uh, he's going to answer it because he knows everything. I do. Like, like Ben Stein times another smart person. You can and Google then, it's worth a Google. <laughs> and then, Fade, you simply have to agree or disagree. When you agree or disagree, we reward points accordingly. I need a pen for... Hey, uh, my car. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Give me this. Give me this pen. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. You were doing drops. You had one near you that you were... Doing. No, it's good. Uh, Fade, do you understand the rules? I do. Do you understand there's nothing at stake? So please don't get up tight. Okay, here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Muppet baby. Justin. Yeah. The sixth generation of consoles, this era began on November 27th, 1998. That's what I was going to say. With the release in Japan of what console? Uh, 1998, it would have been... PlayStation 2. The PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. Fade, do you agree or disagree? Uh, I disagree. You disagree. Oh. Now, Fade, for bonus points, uh, can you give me an alternative answer? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with a no here. The <laughs> Correct. You you did not get that right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Justin was wrong, so you do get a point fade. The answer was the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast brought us into the sixth generation. Uh, it was joined by the PlayStation 2 in March of 2000 and the GameCube and Xbox in 2001, back That's when we used right. to say 2000. Because the Dreamcast picked up uh, much more steam because it That's used right. a Windows operating system. But here's the deal. The Dreamcast was discontinued in 01, so yes. it was not on the shelves for very long. GameCube uh, up until 07, Xbox to 09, but the PS2 was in production until 2013. Oh, uh, this was the end of us referring to systems as bits, like, oh, this is a 64-bit system or a 16-bit system, as both the Dreamcast and PS2 called themselves the 128-bit system very early in the release, like, oh, it's the 128-bit system. But the complexity of other components and Xbox didn't play that game, so that distinction went away, which is why we're not playing... You know, a thousand twenty-four bit system today. I'm a- <laughs> oh, no. uh, but so, Justin, 
Yep. There were other consoles. I just listed kind of the main players, but there are other consoles that are released in these generations. Uh, this is pretty, this is recent enough history. Can you give us one of the off brand, non major players? of the consoles in the sixth generation of consoles. So not one of the ones you listed. Uh, not one of the ones I just said. That would have been out in the same time? The time period is from 1998 to roughly 2005 when the Xbox 360 came out, but somewhere in that decade. Oh, 98 to 2005. Yeah, somewhere in there. So not a Sega Dreamcast, yeah. not a PlayStation 2, not mm-hmm. a GameCube, um, not, not an, an X- Xbox. Yeah. And not a handhold system. We're going to oh. do handhelds in a second. Oh, dang it. That was going to be Oh, answer. that would have been really good. I was good. so confident. A console. <laughs> I was console. so confident. Consoles are different than handhelds. I understand that point that you made. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nearly had tea everywhere. Um, Fade, uh, get a mop. Let's see. Um, now, I know the answer to this one. This, yeah. this I'm absolutely 100%. I know that I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> I know that I'm wrong. This could a lot be of mind games. I get on here and I know when I'm right, mm-hmm. but then there are times that I know that I'm wrong. <laughs> this is one of those times where I know I am wrong. Okay. <laughs> Hit us. Because by definition, it is an off brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how would I know something that is an off brand? Because fade? you're on a video game podcast right all right what's your answer so maybe i do know it. oh goodness <laughs> you oh. can't tell there's so many mind games happening <laughs> and it is uh it is the little known console known as the equinox the equinox now equinox. i'm telling you fade i do not know this <laughs> are you picking up what i'm putting down through this discord <laughs> fade do you agree agree or disagree with the equinox you know, I'm going to have to go with the gut feeling here, guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know this one, Fade. I, I don't know. You, he you agrees agree. with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, there was no Equinox during the sixth generation of consoles. That's uh, why you play the game, bitch. <laughs> there was a new one, which was a hybrid DVD player and gaming system. There was the Atari Flashback, which is a plug-and-play version of their Atari 2600. Uh, there was the very popular V-Smile, which was made by VTech. They make a lot of educational stuff. And I don't even know how to pronounce this one. It was an X-A-V-I-X, so X-A-V-X. Equinox, actually. Yeah. Oh, is it the Equinox? <laughs> Half points. Half points. Uh, <laughs> is that SpongeBob controller you got for uh, me at a Gartner Oh, Russia? yeah. Is that also following that, that generation? That is not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, handhelds, this era actually saw not one but three Game Boys, not just yes. other other styles of uh, there was like the engage and some other things there was a pocket neo geo but the, this saw three eras of game boys justin including the game boy advance game boy advance sp oh, and the micro oh you thought you knew it I here's the was, question though <laughs> i mean i know it fade <laughs> yeah how many titles were released for the game boy advance how many titles were released for the game boy advance the game boy advanced was oh that was the one that was kind of closer to the Vita. Yeah, we had one. Yeah. We each had one. Uh, we used to, oh, we used fade. to, you and I used to sync them in the backseat of cars as we go to lunch and we'd yeah. play uh, F Zero on them. We may have to elevate this game of stump that we play during the second segment of the show. <laughs> and, and by that, I mean, <laughs> we may need to ever. have a, a meeting of the sanctioning body yeah. and decide that the, you know, the, the NFL has a competitions committee, yeah. right? 
and they make sure that it's competitive. And mm-hmm. what I think we should do is there's a minimum amount of points that have to be scored so that people can't just disagree with me. And this is a lot but of stipulations for someone you, that scored no points. I'm going to tell you that's why I'm, I'm trying to make it competitive. <laughs> Got it. I see. Uh, it's nine, Fade. Now listen to me, Fade. Before, I'm sorry. You're saying the answer is uh, nine? Nine. Nine. You're saying that on the Game Boy Advance, nine titles were scored. Nine really- times. No, no. Nine nine games yes. were released. Nine games. Nine games were released. Now, Fade, Okay. I want you to understand something. Did you hear what Kevin just did? That's uh, him trying to no. get into your head because he knows I have guessed absolutely correct. Okay. okay. Fade, here's how it works. Uh, Justin gets a 10% variance on any guess. So he, since he's All guessed right. nine, that means anywhere between eight and ten games yeah. available on the Game Boy Advance because we round to the nearest actual game. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you, Fade, agree or disagree there were between eight and ten games available on the Game Boy Advance? Uh, I'm going to disagree here. Disagree. Oh, bad move. And That's a bad move. And would you like to offer an alternative answer? Nine. Uh, <laughs> it's nine. I'm going to say 25. Ten. 25? What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> because the, it was a, the Game Boy Advance didn't have a ton. <laughs> it had 1,494 <laughs> titles. Oh, no. It was an extremely popular system. No. <laughs> what, did you, could you, what, could you what? play portos on this? Does that, how many? Yes. <laughs> what is wrong? Oh. Why would I ask the question about a Game <laughs> Boy? Because they were so little. That had yeah. 10 <laughs> titles on it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> because there were so few. Here's the thing <laughs> i only play three of them on this one just yeah thanks fade so but you have to understand what are you doing next monday in, fade? in order oh, how dare you in order for that console to be in your hands that means that it was so widely accepted that there was a the, an ecosystem that was behind but it. it was at a time where there were three game boys no the only reason i remember it is because you could play super nintendo games the, on that uh, it, game boy so Advance. all of those would yeah. count as games that were available. No, but they, but they, no, they still had to be ported onto a little cartridge. That's a game that's available on the Game Boy Advance. But they would do that? like that? that yes, that you, counts. But could you play the exact same cartridge from your Super Nintendo? No, no. The point yeah. is that there were... I understand it was okay. a lot, but All I right. don't understand why you're angry. That it was ten me. of them? All right. I said nine. Software-wise, this era was a real game changer. There were tons of classics, the classics that came out during this time period. Um, but what game was considered by both Game Informer and Time Magazine to be the best of this generation. And we're talking the, the, the consoles, not the handhelds. In fact, this game was so popular, it was released in 2013 on iOS. Really? Best of this generation. Best game of Best this? game of this generation. According to Time Magazine, which doesn't really bother itself with talking much about games. So oh. this was a very, this was a, this was right, a big Fade. game. Fade. I'm going to be honest with you. Up until this show. point, I have toyed with you oh, like, like, a, like a cat and a squirrel. Because I don't prey upon Nine. you naturally Nine. like a mouse. But I do find you occasionally lying limp in my backyard, and I play with you. You understand? <laughs> oh, man. I'm Fade. Scared. I'm afraid for your safety, Fade. Uh, Thank you for using a fake Pokemon. name. It is Pokemon. 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 Was the was the biggest console game of that generation? Correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fade. <laughs> no, the Pokemon. There's a video game as mm-hmm. well. Pokemon. I'm not talking yeah. about. You're not playing the card game. I'm saying Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Fade. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, no. no <laughs> disagree. disagree. And what is? Do you have an alternative answer? What was the year that it was released on iOS? 2013. 2013. 
the same year Pokemon Go came out, oh. you dumbass. <laughs> Man, why you gotta roast me like that? Oh, uh, because you deserve it, you stupid so much, son of a bitch! I am right. Listen. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Right. I just want you to I, be I sorry that you exist. <laughs> you don't have an alternative answer. All right, it's all right. You no. still get the point because Justin is incorrect. It's not Pokemon. It was Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Never heard of it. You have never heard right. of Star Wars. Fade. Have you played Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Pokemon Go was 2015. We really need screeners for this. Okay, last question. Last question. This is worth I don't know nine points. Uh (laughs) Kevin, uh, by the way, we've got a we've got an update. Yeah. Oh, we're breaking into the middle of the show to tell you that Kevin is only seven people away from reaching 500. It could happen. Seven people away. Back to you, Kevin. Thanks, Ryan. Got to keep that open. Oh, yeah, he's right. Seven away. All right. So uh, last game. This was also this era was the birth of cell shading in games. What critically acclaimed game was the first to make use of cell shading that is very near and dear to my heart? Justin. Now, he's he's setting you up on this one. Faith. <laughs> no, I'm setting you up. on no, this one, Justin. I know you're setting me up, but in turn, you're setting him up All because right. everything I do dictates what fade does okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he wants you to think that it's sly cooper Mm -hmm. all right but it's not Mm. because the other game that is near and dear to his heart was one of the first games that he was cast as the star in not the first but one of and it is jet grind radio which also used cell shading fade do you agree or disagree Uh, i'm gonna agree with justin on this one agree with justin on this one all right um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are... Uh, if we had a judge, I think they would say you were wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and say you are correct. Yeah. So, good job. Because the, the title of the game was Jet Set Radio, oh, not Jet Grind no, Radio. The, the next one was the Jet Grind... The sequel was Jet Grind Radio Future. The first I game... Jet Set Future. No, it's Jet Set, Fu- uh. Jet Set Radio was the first game, and it was indeed the first game to use cell shading. Of course, Sly Cooper later was used... I forgot. Did he disagree with me? He No, he agreed. So you Son both got, bitch. You both got so nine hard. points. So he has 12 points. You have nine points. So Fate is the winner! Yeah. <laughs> Fade is haunting himself. Fade, uh, your prize for winning. I stepped on that. (laughs) Is to ask us a question. You may make it a one of a personal nature. You may try to offer trivia to us. This is your show. Go. Uh, Justin, what was your favorite part about Italy? Oh, did you go? You did go to Italy. I did. Did when you saw your wife, right? When she was on a cruise ship. Spain. Oh. I suddenly feel Uh, like fate is outside our door with an axe. (laughs) Um, uh, Here's the thing. I'll tell you a quick story about Spain. If you, if you want fade, uh, is that I met my wife at (laughs) Barth. Are you mocking me? No, he said that's fades. Genuine excitement. Genuine. Yeah, I can tell. Is that why you live this way? Fade is that is is this you uh, pretending to be Jim Brown, getting up slow after every hit? Like you just live this <laughs> this stoic life so that you can slip in sarcasm? 
No, just say yes. No. Just let it go. Tell, tell your oh, story. Goodness. We've got more things to do. So we're in. Lo- I was in uh, Barcelona or Barcelona, as the Spaniards say, and uh, <laughs> my wife's ship was at port there, and we had a delightful time. Uh, and then at the night, with the time was when we were working at Webtone, which is where mm-hmm. Kevin worked when he was cast as Sly Cooper. And the lady of the boss, the wife of the boss, was a collector of Coca-Cola products. Mm, that's right. So I went to this area, and this is a Tuesday night, mind you, but it's also a time difference. So I was up in the middle of the night on a Tuesday waiting to catch my plane the next morning. And I go down to get this Coke, and the street is lined with prostitutes. Mm. Because in in, in Spain... Uh, I don't pro- think you'd do it there. I think yeah, Spain. Okay, all right. Uh, Spain, the prostitutes... <laughs> they are legal. You came back with the Barcelona. Susan is legal <laughs> in Spain. And so uh so there was lots of cat calls at me, and then there was a young lady who said uh uh hola, which mm. is how the uh Spaniards yeah. say hello. Uh hola. So, hola. so she said hola and I kept talking. She said Guten Tag, which high school German taught me this hello in German. Yeah. And then she said hey. And I turned around on the hay, mm. and then she knew I spoke English. Brilliant. So she immediately starts speaking English. She was like, "Hey, how, how are you doing?" I said, "Oh, oh, I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." And then she was like, "Hey, do you want to go in the alley for a quick uh, BJ?" Wow. <laughs> and I said, "I'm sorry, what?" She was just in the alley, and at the time, I was not married. My wife was already on a cruise ship, probably yeah. thousands of miles off the shoreline. It's a fast cruise and ship. And I immediately started sweating from my armpits, yeah. and I said, I, "I can't, I can't." And I pointed to my ring finger for a wedding band, but did not have one, and said, "My wife is in the hotel room. Uh, I can't." She goes, "She's not here. We go in the alley real quick. It's no big deal." And I was wow. like. I go, uh, I said, she's pregnant and she's got a craving. So I got to get her. A All Coke. of this was fabrication. All of it. I oh. said, I got to get a Coke for her. Just head back. And she goes, and she just looked at me and got like a pouty lip or whatever. Kind of, she said, it's fine real quick. Just come on real quick. Wow. And this is what I said to her. I said, no, listen, I go, here's the thing. It's not you. You're very beautiful. It's, it's me. I said those words verbatim. Wow. It's not you. It, you're very beautiful. It's <laughs> me. I just, I can't. And then she gave me a look of disgust and said, all right, and walked away. <laughs> like I was trying to break up with her. And so uh, that right there, Fade, was my favorite part of Italy. <laughs> Fade, thanks for playing Stump. I sure hope you're over 18. <laughs> well, yeah, how old are you, Fade? I hope so, too. Fade, can I ask how old you are? Uh, yeah, I'm 17. Fade, forget, oh, no! forget that entire conversation. Forget it all. Yeah. Erase this from your iPhone. Oh, good job, Fade. All right. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, oh this is the other part, too, is I get to pluck him back. back. Oh, no, he already plucked him. Oh, no, he's right here. There we go. Pluck him back. There we oh, go. he's self-plucking. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to take another break, come back and do Tales from Tyria. Yes, and I have some Twitter updates for you as well. Oh, oh that's right. I was yeah. wondering about our gaming, that's right. our, game top, our tabletop gaming. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Ooh, last week. Exciting. Tales of Tyria and your answers after this. All right.
with your host, Kevin Miller. <laughs> oh, I am going to black out don't one do that. of these times. That, oh, I don't look at you. I can't tell. Oh, like, it would be great. I stare at the board because I like hearing just the sound. Oh, do you really? Yeah, That's good. Because I close my eyes most times. It's highly enjoyable to me. Where are all the parakeets from in your office now? What is happening? <laughs> You're fine. It's the totally st- fine. Do you taste almond? The pretend hut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so uh, as we mentioned last week on Tuesday, they dropped a new episode uh, of the living season four of Guild Wars since the... uh, the release of the newest expansion. So each each um, two months or so, they're releasing a new map and, a, and an episode to go with the map to continue the campaign story uh, and uh, expanding the map more and more. What's so great about this is every time you log in, there's a new section to explore, all new things, and it's all free. So lo- all you have to do is log in when the episode is brand new and you get it for free for the rest of the campaign. Even if you aren't at that part of the game yet, you get it for free. Uh, but if you log in after it's been released, you have to buy those episodes essentially to continue the story. It's so like if little, I if I pick up later, yeah, and when I go in, then I would have to buy you, to go back. You in buy time. the bundled episodes together. So, but if you're an active user now, you get them for free. So uh, my son, who I log in for every day, has all the episodes just sitting waiting for him, so he can explore the whole map. As I'm positive he will, or I will disown him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this one was was rather brutal. You the the beginning of each campaign before you can get to the new open map is is a standalone episode that you have to play by yourself. And in this, uh, we went to the, uh, as I mentioned before, you go on this like secret co-ops mission into this uh, group of assurance that are called the Inquest. And they're sort of these evil technology magic geniuses that are known for doing nefarious experiments all over the world of Tyria. And um, they like to, like they do, they use dark magic essentially to uh, uh, accelerate their own gains and things. And so they're, they've been found in the area and they're using live test subjects for something. And we don't know why, right? Not so, cool, bro. Right. So we break in, uh, hide inside it. We use a, a golem to, to uh, golems are giant mechanical robot things that are used magic to power to sneak around and kind of explore the place. And uh, is it really great? Is this to, when you can't use the griffin? There's no griffin in this, this very small section of okay. the game. Yeah, because you really wouldn't, there would be no value in it anyway, because uh, it's a very small room and there wasn't yeah, a lot of indoors. flying. Yeah, you can't exactly. Fly a griffin inside. Well, it's like opening eggs. an umbrella. Yeah, inside. they mulch everywhere. It's oh. just a lot to it. Yeah, oh. you don't want the mulching griffin. So once you get through the uh, <laughs> this portion like of carded magic, it was it was really interesting because it, after a while the game, you know, if, they, if you just press into the part of the game you like, it's just combat, right? And you just hit the same twelve keys. Maybe you change the order of what weapon you are to spice things up. But this the gameplay was completely different. It was Green little, North. You jump and press the circle button. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this one, you, uh, you're you sneaking around. So funny. It was a little sly like. But then if you get caught, um, you have to make a choice on how to react. And there's a quick meter of like, do you fight this guy? Do you make up a lie? Or do you say this response to what they're saying? Um, and then if you mess up a certain number of time, the suspicion level of the area gets raised. And oh. so after a while, I didn't break it. But eventually I realized something like all hell would have broken loose and I would have had to fight my way through the mission. Um, there was also a really cool puzzle that I didn't get to solve. Instead, they, it activated security, so I had to go through that. Because you like alternate endings, do you have to go through and sneak through and then go back and like run through to break it to no, see what happens? No, because the, the, these, these intro episodes to the maps are so brutal. They're so grueling at times for me. 
Uh, so after that, we go into, I mean, this, this took an hour. I thought I would do this little episode for 30 minutes before exploring the map. It, it took an hour by myself. Uh, cause after that, then we go out into the map before it's just a closed version, a zone version of the map and, uh, kind of explore this as a little character development with these young cubs and a council and things. And we're using the Griffin to fly around and then all hell breaks loose in the inquest and, and storms the beaches and there are gatlings of things fly and we're running around and we have to figure out this mechanism for defeating this one kind of robot that then spits out a gem that we can then use to defuse everything. It was very complicated. And then this epic boss battle happens at the end and it took forever to do and it was very rewarding when it was done. Was the uh, boss a dragon or does that spoil it? No, the, the boss was, they're very rarely dragons. Those oh. are like end of game kind of stuff. Oh, my bad. Because there's only six dragons in the universe. I feel universe. like you were always hunting one. Uh, we were, yeah. Because the, the, the dra- since the dragons have reawoken in the world of Guild Wars, uh, everything's terrible. So we realize that they consume magic, but we also need the dragon. We've learned in later episodes that we need the dragons to exist because they create a balance within it. So there's this like what we're trying. It's a long story arc to figure out what is going to achieve balance within the universe if this one thing wants to consume it all and destroying them makes it even worse. So like what what do you use to fill in? Does any of them ever say, I am the last one? Not yet, but I'm sure we're getting there. (laughs) Uh, So then after that, we finally got to explore and look around and and, uh, there is one of the mounts that you get is a um, a, a jackal uh, and it has the ability to blink, like jump forward. In the earlier maps for this expansion, there are these spinning whirlpools just hanging in air of like magical sand. You, you, if you blink through them on your jackal, you end up somewhere else on the map. And they're usually uh, like puzzles for trying to get to a, a hard to reach portion of it. Um, and so that, that's been a lot of fun of like, ooh, where, if I take this portal, where is it going to take me to? Underground, up in the air? You don't know. And this, <laughs> and then it'll take you to another one. They kind of wind through a network of like wormholes throughout the map. Uh, so in this map, you'll find these portals and inevitably the two I found so far dump you in the middle of a bunch of enemies. The moment you show up, there's just guys attacking you and you're like, ah, you either have to react or run away and try to get back on. And you, you could be in the middle of, uh, a, like a cavern and there's can no you way you immediately out. turn around and go back into the portal you can if you're fast enough here's the deal if your if your mount gets too hurt it it goes away and you're you're dropped without it and if you're off a mount and in combat you can't summon it so meaning that you if you're in a fight you can't grab your mount and run away you got to stick through the fight or run away on foot uh so some of the times it's happened where i I've gotten beat. I wasn't expecting an ambush on the other side of this wormhole. And, uh, and then I've had to like fight my way and, and survive and hide and wait for everything to calm down and then bring my mountain and then run back for the wormhole and get back out of there. So it's been a lot of fun. It's a That's good little awesome. expansion. I don't know why, but this makes me think of, uh, and before we get into the next subject, is yes. do we need to make and formulate a plan to go see ready player one? I was going to discuss that with you as soon as we were done on the show. I think oh. I think we talked about it. You you work that morning. I do, uh, but now it's now what happened is things have shifted because oh, uh, it comes out the 29th of March, right? It comes out the 30th. So the far 30th, as I knew. yeah. So the 30th, I have a field trip with the kids because my plan was mm. I was going to play Super Dad, and I was going to uh, take the kids out of school and take them to go see it. Oh, I love this plan. But now that Jacob has a field trip and I'm chaperoning it. What time is it over? Take him out of a yurt museum. Mm. It gets done at three o'clock. Like it's the whole school day. Um, let's talk. Let's yeah. talk. All right. I mean, how important is yurts? Not really. So, They're old. <laughs> They're on YouTube. Um, so last time we wanted <laughs> to know. One. 
How many you got one in the backyard? How many of our listeners, or at least people on my Twitter, uh, play just video games or uh-huh. just tabletop games or both? Uh, oh, eighty-one people took the the poll. But do you have any guess of how that broke down? I would say I want. I think. Wait, these are just these are people. Like, what would be your guess of our listenership that answered that poll? I'm going to say people who just follow Kevin. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. So that's enough to shift things around a little bit. I would say 60% say that they do both. 60% do both? No, I'm going to just backpedal. 40% okay. say they do both. Mm-hmm. Although it all has to add up to 100%, huh? That, yeah, that usually. Uh, this is a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, 60% play video games. And about and twenty percent play both, and twenty percent don't. Oh wow! Uh, so you're you're pretty close on one end. Fifty eight percent say video games only. Yeah. Forty one percent said video games and tabletop games. How does that add up? Only one percent of people said I only play tabletop games, which by my math means like one person. Yeah. Said that they only play tabletop games. And that's your brother. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a big time gamer. Uh, but through this, um, uh, so I think it, it means that we have a, a market here where we could be talking about tabletop things. You know my love for board games. Yes. And uh, and I know you're no stranger to them, so we can start to explore that. Uh, but uh, one of our fans, and forgive me for not remembering uh, off the bat, introduced me to Hero 4. Forge. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> For those that are uh, familiar, this will be very low-hanging fruit. What happened fruit. in my brain was you said Hero Forge, and yeah. I went, I saw that movie. And then I went, no, he's talking about a game, not Big Hero 6, you dumbass. And so what that came out was, uh-huh. Well, I, I warn you not to look at it because you, I absorbed a lot of time. In fact, I did not. No, don't do it. I'm going to do I it. did not prepare my, my Star Wars update for this segment because I played that instead. Oh. Well, and here's the deal. It's not a game. Uh, so <laughs> it is to me. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Such a roller coaster. So you you log in once you establish your account, uh, which is just syncing to your Facebook account, which you want to do because you want to be able to say what you do. Oh, this is right up your alley. It's amazing. You're able to use their 3D engine in real time to craft miniatures that they will make for you and send to you. Uh, and so they have a bunch of different templates and anything you click, the moment you click on it, it renders on the character. So, and you can mix genres or, or do whatever. The idea is be for tabletop gamers, of course, that want to craft their own campaigns, tell their own stories with tabletop characters like Dungeon and Dragons mm. and such. You're able to make a character specific to that. Like I want him to, to hold this kind of sword and this kind of torch. Uh, I want him to be this race of people. I want him to look this tall, this short. You can change the what the ground looks like, the texture. Wow. You can give them different weapons, and there is a whole bunch of weapons for them to hold. And then depending on what weapon it is, their stance may change a little. Uh, if they have, like, a fireball, they'll bring their hand out. If not, they may put it in a different position. There's some really awesome action poses. Uh, I was playing around with the three-point pose, you know, like the, the knees on the ground and the foot fist on the ground looking mm-hmm. up in terror. I have a zombie character that I was designing like that. It, it's a lot of fun to play with the facial expressions. You can make them look cocky or really? confused or snarl or go, ah! And then all the things you would normally do with a character creation in a game, change their facial, ex- uh, what you know, the composition of their nose, their eyes, the size of their waist, their butt, everything. They call it booty. Yeah. Um, and then you can mark it and put things. You can give them a mount. Look at that. I just saw the mount. 
Uh, oh, you got a, like a sci-fi cycle, yeah. a Shetland pony, a horse, and then a war. And then there's funny things. So they've got like a minstrel. They've got, you know, if you need, if the guy needs to have a violin, he's got that beer cans. Somebody made their own Sly Cooper in there uh, with a little, with a little squiggly cane. Uh, there's a lot to do. There's how did like you a, find a Sly Cooper? Somebody, that's how they introduced on Twitter. They said, oh, I did this and I've got this character coming. Oh. So the base model, the cheapest thing you can get for 20 bucks, they'll send you a physical figure. If you're doing your own thing, they can build, they'll send you for $10 to send you a model, uh, the, the actual 3D model that you can then use. Then if you wanted to, for whatever reason, you could go to uh, makeyourownboardgame.com, boardgamemakers.com, and import that model that you spent $10 for, and you can make a whole mess of them using their system and they'll send them to you for China for as little like if you get a dozen they're like seven dollars each so if you needed like I don't know a bunch that you're going to give away at a party or something that might be a way to do it on the cheap uh, and they work together you know, they're just because it's just a uh, a 3d model that they send so you. if I was going to play um why, oh, why but they're I? not painted they're just straight plastic so things. I have to have your brother paint them for me. right mm-hmm. or you can get the bronze model for a hundred dollars now would your brother <laughs> respect me if I sent it to him to paint mm-hmm. but I took a thin slice of my own skin off with an exacto knife I think so long as you included the accompanying payment for his time mm-hmm. he would he would you could keep your skin really yeah <laughs> I don't like is it lock, lack of integrity but that wouldn't be the last time or first time I purchased someone who was not integritous but uh, all right I guess have you ever been into models through miniatures no, any of that the only thing, I, I went through a phase where I was into like the plastic model cars sure and then RC cars was the closest I came, but never into like little figures or any of that stuff. I, maybe I, I there was when that starter thing with the the football players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Fifteen minutes I was into that yeah. because I was into baseball or football cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have somewhere around here. I have Emmett Smith's rookie card, mm. a bunch of Cowboys uh, rookie cards, and then I That's had Walter cool. Payton's rookie that I. Because I had money, yeah, and so what the problem was is that my friends would go to the card shop, and what normal kids do is they look and they see something like a Walter Payton rookie card that was, yeah. I think, like sixty-seven bucks. Yeah. Like, wow, I'll never have that. And then I'd be like, I'll take that one. I'll take yes. That. So I, you were yeah. a grown-up before you were a grown-up. Like that's exactly. what you do in your twenties when you finally have money. I, I felt like I was always playing big. Yes. Because I was ten years old, making about four hundred bucks or more a month <laughs> with just nothing no but disposable income. No, but I had yeah. a phone bill. That was it. Yeah. And that was twenty four bucks a month. That's good. And a donut bill that was probably two hundred dollars. <laughs> your not, pie chart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, as you can see, twelve oh, percent of your income is going I, towards. What I wouldn't give to track phone. my expenses the way I do now. Then, oh, it would be so interesting to be. Fifty percent of your income is going towards. Because I would donut. make it rain with McDonald's with my friends. Oh, like, I, sure, we sure. We would all ride our bikes, and I would buy everybody's McDonald's oh, because that's that cool. was the reason our parents would say that we couldn't go. So, if, like. They would go, I'm not giving you money for McDonald's, like, yeah. that, whenever we would ask. Yeah. So when I had money, I'd be like, let's go. we just get on our, we'd even ask. we just get yes. on a bike to ride to McDonald's and then go. and Come and just fill up on greasy yeah. nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Mc, so I never, McGreece. but you were probably hardcore to this with your well, brother. No, no, my brother was way into it. I have nothing but respect for it. But, uh, and, and there is a part of me that is, that is really resisting just ordering these things for no reason other than the fact <laughs> that they can exist. What I see is a real sign of encouragement that, like, in five years, there's a very high possibility that I'll be able to design anything on yeah. some portal like this. They'll and they'll color it, which is a ma- uh, necessary ingredient, and.
and it'll be less money and it'll just show up my doorstep and and the world will be fit. Because don't you think that the reason why it's only like 10 bucks is because it's not colored like it and they're just well, it's plastic. throwing it into a 3D printer, printer, right? Yeah. And you know what's also great? You, uh, classic models, like if you do a miniature for something like Warhammer 40K, somebody sculpts that, like actually sits mm. and sculpts it. Then they make a mold of that. Then they take that mold and they do injection molds. So then they fill that up, you know, just like any other cast. They fill that up with plastic and then peel them out. Uh, but as a result, there's imperfections. They're not terribly detailed. These, since you're dealing with a computer from top to bottom, uh, if you read their website, they'll talk about the textures are very intricate. The The level of detail is much higher than the injection mold. Mm. Uh, and they're like, you need to be aware when you're painting, there are tiny little spots on this thing that are difficult to get to. Because it's an actual, it's a 3D model, not a, not a, you know, a fluid congealing together into a certain form. I'm scrolling through the handhelds to see how long it takes before I get to a lightsaber, and I'm almost done. And I've seen things like candy canes yeah. and beer steins. There's just so many on owls and beavers. And there's there's definitely dragon. staffs that you could hold in one hand, and then you would paint it as a lifesaver. You, yeah, yeah, there was like a blank. Because it's thing. because it's paintable, you can pretty much you do can it. Get a recorder. Like yeah. a simple wooden flute. Yeah, because you then there's minstrels and oh boy, yeah, music. Yeah, if uh, I could paint at that level, I'd already, you'd already I'd already it. had it two years ago. When had, it came like out. I feel like this would be this would be what Kevin Miller would do in, in lieu of the stick figures on the back of the minivan window. Yes. Like you would make one of these for each of your family members, oh, and yeah. that would represent the it's really mantle tempting. of the Miller Because house. my son and I love making board games. We're right now in development for 2018's board game of the year. We've been making a board game every year for the past two years. This will be our third year. Mm-hmm. And there's, I see this as like, oh, that would be a great way to make a, like, is there something I can do there with customizable characters? For, you know, to drop $80 on four characters that only we can play with around the board that aren't painted is a little outside the reasonable price range, but yeah. but it's there. I it's pay, like, it's, you, you know, for 150 bucks you can get a bobblehead made of yourself. Ooh, finally. Right? <laughs> but, that's, but I think the reason why it costs so much is that you literally take a picture of four sides of your head, uh-huh. and then you tell them what kind of clothes, like if you take a full body picture, mm. they'll, they'll make it like they'll map whatever year is you're wearing. The, the age we live in, where the customization, the creativity, the future is, is the king, and it yep. is it is all of ours, and it belongs to you, and it belongs to me, and it belongs to Fade. May f- may the odds forever be in your favor. Live long and prosper. Oh. May the force be with you. So, oh wait, before before Uh-oh. we go, <laughs> Ryan keeps. <laughs> we have six six left to get to five hundred. Oh, we've only had one since the last update. <laughs> yes, uh, back to you guys. Well, I did want to mention uh, the game that I've been playing this week is Ratchet and Clank, which you saw came out on the PlayStation Plus uh, for the free game of the month. I did not see that. Was the the game that came out a few years back that was released with the film. My video game experience since the last time we saw each other has been uh, my children telling me what they've done on my Assassin's Creed. That's very sad. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, you'll love it because I remember you and your son used to play the Ratchet and Clank games together. And there's some, I don't know those games super well, but there's a couple parts where I was like, oh, I saw Justin do this part in very low res well, my, version. And my kid kind of lost interest after a yeah. while, and then it became what you and I would do in lieu of the podcast. We'd right, drink moonshine right. and play it. Uh, and I think we got through the second one. Let's go drink third. some moonshine oh, next, week. Some. next week. Yeah, next week. Buddy, yeah, uh, well, buddy. I'd be inter- you should pop it in, give it a go when you're then, not doing anything well, I have else. it for PlayStation 3, but now, I but now it's available yeah. on PlayStation Plus. I All twitched it. just the first one. The one that was accompanied with the movie that came out a few years oh, back. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's our show. Send us an email to uh, show at GaberlandPodcast.com. 
Don't forget to follow Kevin, twitch.tv slash thekevinmiller. If you could get six more people to do it, then Kevin will do playthroughs of Sly Cooper. That's right. Imagine that. Watching Sly Cooper play through Sly Cooper. You know, if, if I get uh, 5,000 followers, I'll cosplay as Sly while I do it. <laughs> Can they see you? I'll, if I got 5,000 followers, I'll get a green screen and drop me in. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll do it up for real steel style. I've seen some. I'm going to change that number. I'm going to make it fifty thousand. Then I'm going to cosplay it. Here's what you do. I think you just do. You do five hundred each game. Yeah, that's you probably the range that it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then from see, there, that's why you're friends because you knew that. Increase. That was the that was the goal. No one's guessed that. And then it'll well just keep. Uh, oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I thought I ruined it. To no, be you honest. did. I was yeah. like, oh. No, you did it. You did kind of ruin it by telling everybody. I'm sorry. But. <laughs> hey, twitch.tv slash Miller. Also, learn, take this moment to learn that Justin doesn't understand podcasts can be edited. And really, only 20-some-odd uh, people could have heard this right now. But, uh, the word will get out. That's not how we play. We do it live. <laughs> we do it live! Uh, that's our show. Uh, all of the social media handles are in the description of this show. Don't forget to spread the word. Tell other friends. Make new friends and then tell them. Oh, that would be the best. Yeah. And uh, Lead with that. Hi, what's your name? You're pretty. Do you listen to podcasts? Do you like the Gamerland podcast? <laughs> I'm sorry, I do. And making out commences. That's how it happens. Three steps to romance with the Gamerland <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'll be having KevinMiller.com. It's just what you're saying. Okay, okay bye. bye.